0: Honest, Hello and guess, welcome to the Unbion mindset, mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Marisol Uribe, and I am the founder of the Unbion movement. Now, Yosmel here is our special guest, and he is native from Cuba. He's cubano. Yes. Sir. And he has a background in finance and banking and loans. So he's here to tell us a bit about that. And educate us, because oftentimes we don't have the opportunity to sit in front of like someone like Yosmel, right? So we're all in our little worlds. We work, we go home, we study, we work, we go home, we study, sometimes have fun. Like us, we had a nice dinner last night. Thank you so much for that. Nice. And um, yeah, introduce yourself, Yosmed. Tell us where are you from and what got you here?
1: Definitely. So thank you so much for that introduction. ¿Cómo está mi gente? Mi nombre es Samuel, right? My name is Josmel, and I'm actually uh, from Cuba, born and raised in Havana. I came to the United States when I was 22 years old. I went from uh, Havana straight to Santa Ana, California.
0: <laughs> from Havana and, uh... to Santa Ana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. And uh in Cuba, I went to study for engineering telecommunications in Cujay, which Every cuber would know what is that. And here I, you know, in my, I came into 2013 and, uh, my, my dream job was always to work in a telecommunication company. So I, I, I did that. I went to work for Verizon, uh, moved to Tampa, Tampa, Utah. And then in Utah, I found this amazing company called Lendio, uh, which is a marketplace for a small business lending. And I went to work over there, uh, in 2018. And in 2018, in, in a year, I was able to kind of like expand the business line of credit department that was not existing. I, I opened it up for them. I love the business lending. I, I get to see business owners making a hundred to 200000 to people making over $40 million. All type of business lending line of credit, unsecured line of credit, SBA loans, cash advance. Um, AI receivable, PO financing, uh, whatever you name it, credit cards for businesses and stuff like that. And then within a year, I actually came back to California to open up my own franchise. And, right. and that's exactly what I did since 2019 until 2022. I was operating Lendio Anaheim, uh, here in, 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 California. Did a lot of PPP loans, over 300 PPP loans, uh, during 2020 and 2021. Actually, probably more than that. But uh, And now I'm, I'm doing my, my, my own company. It's called G-Goals. And it's about connecting the right uh, business with the right bank and the right banker.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that because sometimes we have different industries and one banker may not necessarily fit all for everybody's needs. So tell us, if you can, a little bit about... Um, what problem you saw, right? and uh, what you see the future of, of banking changing to
1: look like? Definitely. I, I you know I, I don't have a wikiija board as far as saying like the right place, what is gonna do banking in the next 10, 20 years, right? But this is what I know today. What I know today is that we can have a better banking system working for all of us. Right. Uh, not just for, for the big boy clubs. So let's just put it that way, uh, because data have shown historically and that, you know, the, the financial st- system hasn't has not been fair to everybody equally. Mm-hmm. And and to put into perspective, like in real numbers and, and, and real data, right, in 20, 2016, mm-hmm. Bank of America uh, got sued for uh, they actually settled for like over 300 million dollars because they were denying loans. To uh, Latinos specifically, and 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 other minority groups, or, or uh, African Americans. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a in in my personal opinion, right? Because I was also like many people uh, have been denied loans. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't seem fair to me that these big institutions. And again, I'm 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 not I'm not trashing them. I'm just stating facts, right? Take the money from uh, Latinos and other groups, and they get to play favorite and who they're gonna lend to. Especially if they have the same uh, credit criteria. So if you and I we have both good credit, we have good income. What is it that you might get a loan and I, I and I don't, right? And and this problem is is more is definitely more than than that, right? It goes back to Red redlining uh, back in the. Back then, I don't want to get specific days because this, there's a lot of data, but when they used to not leave, give home loans to a specific black uh, uh, neighborhoods or Hispanic neighborhoods or immigrants' neighborhoods, right? Um, and and it, it does affect, in my opinion, it really, really affects the livelihood of, of millions of people in this country that they're just trying to get ahead in life. They, they're not trying to... For, for the immigrant standpoint right because I'm an immigrant they no time to take your job to you know and 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 run to Cuba or Mexico or whatever right they're just trying to provide a better life on themselves and their family simple as that you know right. so that's that's my take that's what I say uh, we we can have better banking and and that's exactly what I'm what I'm what I'm going to do I'm not trying I'm, I'm going to do it and
0: Yes, I love and that.
1: also, I'm not going to say the banks are horrible people, right? I'm not here to trash the banks because they right. do play a fundamental uh, role in our economy. It's, it's, it's very important. The bank is not just to hold your money. They, they provide safe for your money, but they also transfer the money. They also analyze risk, right? And they put that eat all cash into uh, businesses, potential businesses, and just like in any industry there's really really good people and and, and also great people right and I, I know many bankers that are are amazing yeah. amazing people they they go the extra mile to ensure that they, you know that you have your financial needs met yeah we
0: we would need referral word of mouth to point us to the direction of a trustworthy person right now right? It's just asking around, calling them up. And so definitely, I think more transparency is needed and more trust and credibility to be built. Kind of like when you are trying to hire someone and you look into their resume and some applicants are supposed to write maybe three references and their phone numbers where you can call them up. And so that's that's a really good perspective to have when it comes to someone who's trying to innovate, right? Not necessarily conforming with what's available to us right now. So Yosmail, quick question, what would you tell this small business owner who is still struggling with the whole good debt versus bad debt, and just struggling with that mindset of getting money to leverage your business?
1: Definitely. Uh, Let me give you this specific uh, example or mental health, right? Or health, physical health. We have a primary care physician, right? Yes. In the financial side, you need a primary care banker. I I would actually see, I would say even more primary care bankers because the more bankers, you know, the better, the, the health of your wallet. (laughs) And that's, That's a that's a funny way to put it, right? Good one. But if you think about it, it makes sense because that's a professional that really understands debt. And and if you're connecting with the right banker in your industry, he has the experience on seeing other uh business owners in the same industry, probably in the same spot, then he can actually give you some some sort of advice. And it's free. You don't have to pay the banker. You can literally just walk into the bank and and request to speak with either a financial advisor or a business banker or call, call a relationship manager, what it's called, um, and talk to them, run your situation by them. Is I would say that's the easiest step to do before you, it, you talk to somebody else. That's literally the easiest one.
0: No strings attached. Some people may think, oh, I need a business first or proven concept. Or No, you can just present present someone with maybe your business plan or the numbers and they could run it by you, right?
1: Yeah, and, and it's absolutely free. There's a there's a very fine line between a small business and a startup, like a tech startup. Uh, like for example, when Facebook started the the you know the platform, uh, it, it's not the same because these people get to raise capital for private investors, whereas small businesses usually depend heavily on banks to start a business. Right? We don't play by the same rules. I, I like to say, or oh, that's what I've seen so far. Um. But when it comes to good debt, bad debt, uh, half, you know, really talk to a professional because it takes money to make money, right? But you need to know exactly what type of money are you taking and, and what is your cash flow. So, you know, don't take, don't take $100,000 at 25% interest rate. If, if only you're going to make 10% of that money, right? Like it's, it's that's a bad business right away. That's why I always recommend, you know, to go to the bank, talk to a banker. Have them take a look at it. You know, it's free; you don't have to pay. And if it makes sense, it, it will make sense, and he would he would tell you what to do. All right? Why don't you save that? Save a little bit more, get a down payment. Let's get an SBA loan. It might be at ten percent, eleven percent, twelve percent, whatever that might be. But your cash flow would work for this, and we might be able to do the loan for you.
0: That's a really good perspective because some people may feel the need to jump in one of these. Financing when it could be a chokehold to their business where they may not be oh, ready so for it. And so that's the last thing you want to do is, as a small business owner, toss and turn in bed thinking, wow, how am I going to make the payment this month? And so cash flow is very important. I know last night we talked a bit about Robert Kiyosaki and just those fundamentals, right? And how it's important to constantly educate yourself, whether it's through books. Um, here's my book right here, Beyond Mindset Health. Whether it's through learning through new people like yourself, Yosmail, Wealth of knowledge. And when you sit with someone, you can get all these years of experience condensed in a couple minutes, tailored to your situation. So what have you heard from your clients that you didn't hear of in previous jobs? Like maybe when you were not working for yourself, um, do you feel like your work is more appreciated today than it was before?
1: Uh, I, I honestly, I think so, um, especially uh, during and after the pandemic um during the event that was intense uh, the pandemic was intense uh for for the capital perspective everybody have a uh, they, they used to call it PPP fatigue that's <laughs> and uh and and it's because you hear uh, again it was a very uncertain times you know in March 2020 um it, it was oh, chaos yeah. everywhere right
0: yeah, we thought COVID was extremely deadly. I remember working in the front lines over here in Skid Row, Los Angeles. Um, and my, oh my goodness. And um, it was like I was sleeping in my garage at some point. And um yeah, extremely unpredictable. It tested lots of businesses and their ability to survive through this financial winter.
1: To to follow up on what you say, yeah, I 100% agree. I, I got, I I have the privilege to see people, you know, changing the business completely, people actually dying, uh, financially speaking, right? Uh, a bunch of layoffs, layoff, mm-hmm. but I, I got to see both sides. And, and to give you an, an actual example, uh, I had a client that uh, had a swimming classes, right? The, the business was a swimming classes. Pandemic hit, no more classes, uh, no more revenue of scores. And, but she was very profitable in 2018, uh, 2019, 2018. So she, she, you know, she called and said, hey, I would like to get like a business loan only for $200,000. I'm planning to create an app, a mobile application. And through that mobile application, uh, they created it and it was to do a swimming classes through the app. So the revenue went actually up because they called the clients and say, Hey, now you can download this app if you have a pool in your house and we can do everything remotely. And, you know, in 2020, uh, 2021, okay. when since it started opening up, the revenue doubled.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So that's okay. what I call resilience right there. Amazing story. Out of uh, the pandemic
0: really awesome, and more of us are turning to the digital world every day. It's just convenient.
1: It is it, it, absolutely convenience is, is the right word. You, you said it right there I although I, I would I would argue right that my humble opinion, right it's regardless of how much technology we have, I don't think we would ever replace that human touch, oh, um never. which I don't know a I might say something different, but uh <laughs> I, I i like to believe that that human touch cannot be replaced we We still need this handshake with uh that feeling that we're talking into an actual human being, but that's that's just my humble opinion.
0: I agree, no, it's like uh replacing a nurse with a robot like no part of it. Of, of what I studied is the holistic person. Holistic meaning mind, body, spirit, right? We don't leave those two out and just focus on, on the physical body when there's more to the human person than that. Um, if I talk to my hospice nurse friends who are really seeing and treating patients at the brink of death and dying, um, they have these deep conversations with, you know, re- whether it's, you know, do you regret anything? What are, what's something off that you want to take off your chest? What's on your mind? So all that is very therapeutic. And of course we need human connection. We need the touch because we need to remember what it feels like to have these sensations of love. And intimacy. Yes. I think so simple as a pat on the shoulder, uh, just a hug, a look, saying like, hey, I care about you. I'm here for you. I'm just to call away whatever you need. Or let's grab, ne- grab lunch again next month. You know, so things like that. I think we all have five minutes to call someone, um, whether it's your loved one, parents from across the state, from across the country, because we're here one moment and we're gone the next, and it's and it's just unpredictable. Only only God knows is how I see it. When our final moment I, is, and I couldn't say it better,
1: Marisol. But, You're absolutely right. That was that was really nice for you to say, but that is absolutely right.
0: My pleasure. You know, out of the seven thousand patients I've seen, I have a lot of testimonials and just. Um, life paradigms or perspectives and theories, philosophy. I'm really big on like existentialism and, and getting someone to be comfortable with sharing why it is that they feel that they are here or what has become their purpose in life. And a lot of us are lacking this clarity and direction, but it just takes some internal reflection and conviction. And commitment to actually pull through on your business, in your marriage, in your family, on whatever it is that you want to improve on, is how I see things. What are what are your thoughts about that?
1: Actually, before I do that, may I just take a moment and say thank you so much for your service during the pandemic? It was nurses like yourself or people who work in the in the healthcare industry that that really took out like I I would never thing, the mental toll that to exceed so many people dying at the same time. So, mm-hmm. not to uh, belittle any any other person in any other industry, but I just want to mm-hmm. make sure that I thank you for 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 doing that. And and oh, to you yes, uh,
0: yeah, every industry okay. is needed. Um, I remember we were being called um, heroes or essential workers, um, but everyone is needed. Everyone keeps the economy going. And if you're every day you're visiting someone's job every day, there's this exchange of time and, and money and we get to choose where we spend it and who we spend it with. So, um, yes. that was beautiful. I appreciate the acknowledgement.
1: No, I, I, absolutely. The least that I can do. Um, I, I guess I don't, I don't have a lot of words to say it after that, cause you can't I kind of like, take it everything right there oh. and, and I'm a person <laughs> with a, with a little worse, but, uh, yeah, not, not too many words, but again, uh, I, I agree. Like you, you do need to have that, that feeling, that person, like you say, that will take a look at you that would actually care about how you doing today. Right. A, a, a simple question, but it means it, it might have a, such a strong meaning for somebody, right. You never, cause you never know what people are going through in their life. Exactly. You never know. That's, I feel like that's why you need to approach from a curiosity kind of like a standpoint and authentic, you know, be authentic when you're asking, how, how are you doing? You know, and, and how can we help you today? And and, and what is wrong that we might be able to uh, get better? Or we might not. Right. But the the only fact that you actually listening for some people that just made the difference right there, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you know today. what else?
0: I think that's what separates you as an independent banker, if, if I may, is having this, this connection, right? This um, prerogative to want to have a connection, a long-going relationship with, with your client, not just maybe answer their questions once and and cut the, the relationship. No, like I'm sure you have your phone lines open um, if they ever need to come back and do another
1: loan with you. Yes, so I'm, let me clarify. I'm not a banker. I never worked for no, uh, any banking in the United States. I, my, my platform is just connected with the right bank and banker. But what you just said is absolutely true. I have worked with so many bankers and funding managers and people in the financial, uh, industry that that's exactly the approach that everybody should be taking, right? Or at least I, I take is let's listen to your needs because It's not just about giving you money, right? Like when, yes, you you get the money, but you're getting the money to inject it in in the community that you're representing. You're betting your life. But if you're hiring people, now you're betting the life of the people around you, right? By providing jobs and economic opportunity to other people. Uh, I feel like a good banker would always understand that part. They, they, again at least the people that I used to work over here at at lendio or at, you know when I used to work at lendio, a lot of them would understand that it was just no money it's about to when you get it you you better yourself your company continuing to grow if your company is growing now you're hiring people now you're making an impact in the in the economy of your community right first and then overall in the country it's it's understanding that that part. That is not important just for United States. Once again, let me say that it's important for any country in the world.
0: The world,
1: right? Either you in Cuba, in Mexico, in China, and in, in any other country in Germany. Part of my family, half uh, for my mom's side, they live in Switzerland, oh. and I, I have the honor to speak with uh, uh, Swiss bankers. And one thing that they tell me that they do over there is like they get the time to get to know the businesses in the community. Good. My aunt, who has lived in, in Switzerland for 20 years, she has told me that when she goes to the bank, everybody knows her name. My I'm cousin's sorry. name and her husband. Yeah. What, like what an amazing experience. And if you think about it, Switzerland only have eight, eight to 10 million uh, people and they have like over 243 banks. To give you a, a perspective on that, Mexico has over a hundred million citizens. And only forty-eight banks. Huge difference, yes.
0: right there. Yeah.
1: So wow. it goes by again to economic opportunity that you can get with the banking system. That this is again just my humble opinion, but some of the stuff that you have to take a look in, and what is so important sometimes to have those type of like uh, good relationships.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you've seen. I imagine lots of business plans. Um, What would you tell someone who isn't sure they're ready to present their plan to someone? uh, What are some key points to consider to make sure
1: we have on our plan? Um, Projections, a good, value proposition. And you, you really get to know that the problem that you're trying to solve mm. but most important go ahead and present it because mm. you're never gonna have a perfect never and and I can speak on that that note because I I uh, recently went through a, a a pitch in front of in, in investors and they literally the uh the guy literally ripped up on my pitch is like well you you got this from you got this right and You know, I'm I'm always starting my market. I I just didn't put it in the right way for them to understand the problem that I was trying to solve. Mm. But just do it. Go ahead and do it. Because that person that you are presenting to might get the time to say, this is where you need feedback. And you can go back and fix it. It's not the end of the world. So so if you have it, go ahead and do it and and present it to somebody. Mm. Make sure that hopefully that person takes the time to say, this is what I didn't like. This is what I believe that you need to fix. And you go ahead. You can go back now with good feedback and make those arrangements. And probably, hopefully you can go back to the person or go find another investor. But you come back stronger.
0: That's right. We come back stronger. Thank you so much for your time so far this morning. Quick wrap up to the show would be, what does having an unbeyond mindset mean to you?
1: Wow. That's, uh, that is a great question right there. What, uh, one bi- billion and beyond mindset. I feel like it's to have the commitment to get it started and the consistent, the consistency to finish whatever you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, th- I, that's it. I, again, I, I don't, I, I'm not a guy yeah. with a lot of words, but, I uh, it. it will be those, those two, the commitment to get it started, whatever you do and the consistency to finish or get to whatever point, whatever goals you have uh, to finish that project.
0: So there you go, guys. Have the commitment to get that started and the
1: consistency to
0: keep it going and see your plan come to fruition. So thank you so much, Yosmel. I will put his info in the description of the show. And as always, share with a friend, like, subscribe, follow. And we'll see you on the next one. Un billon! Thank
1: you so much. Un billon! <laughs> Dale! Mi padre vino de mojado en
0: 75. Tres intentos no fue suficiente. Fueron a los 20. Si se puede, recuérdalo.